welcome to me drinking by myself as per usual. My name is Rachel and this is Thoughts, a podcast where I get drunk and give you a summary of movies that I watch. How are you doing today? How are you doing this week? Has this week been a little less shitty than previous weeks? Or am I just so overwhelmed that I've like blocked out all the bad. That's very possible. That, that Honestly, that's probably what it is, but <laughs> whatever. Before I start talking about the movie, I just wanted to briefly, well, knowing me, it's probably going to be a little bit more than brief, but <laughs> I just want to say thank you to those of you that care. Um, I'm not trying to get serious, but like, I, I, I assume if you're listening to this right now, that I'm preaching to the choir because those that don't care have probably blocked me at this point. They're sick of me talking about how it's shitty to pretend that a pandemic isn't going on. It's shitty to keep going to bars, posting pictures about it, pretending like people aren't getting sick or dying or living with lifelong health troubles after they've been sick or that nurses aren't being traumatized or that essential workers aren't risking their lives to help all of us, you know, but I just want to say thank you if you care. I really, really didn't think that it was hard to be a decent human being, you know, giving a shit about anyone besides yourself, but just know that you caring and you actively helping others by doing your part, staying at home, wearing a mask if you need to go out. Um, Because we do, we're humans. Like we need food, water, shelter. And I mean, we need, if we want that, we have, we need money. So I I think you know what I'm saying. But um, if, if you're someone who's like really struggling because friends or family fall into that category and you're debating on whether or not you need to cut them out of your life, just know I feel you. Like, there are a lot of people that I've had to cut out lately because they have shown me time and time again that they don't give a shit, whether it's human rights or human life or whatever, you know? Just know that... If you're going through that too, I am here for you. If you want to talk, if you want to complain, if you want to cry, what, whatever, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to get this serious right off the bat, but I also don't want to pretend like none of this shit is going on because the point of this podcast is to escape the shit that's going on. But I do think that sometimes it's important to hear that you're, you're doing a good job, that the weight that you're pulling isn't going unnoticed. I don't know about you, but I feel like that on a daily basis. And sometimes I need to tell myself that I'm doing a good job for my sanity. So now I'm telling you, you're doing a good job and I appreciate you. And those that give a shit about other people in this world appreciate you. Anywho, (laughs) let's get to the movie, shall we? (laughs) I have a feeling 
that not that many people are gonna know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, generally, I meant what movie I'm talking about. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but my brother had turned this on to watch, and I just happened to be drinking, so I was like, oh, why not? So today, I'm gonna be talking about the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And it's one of those movies that when I was little, I would walk into the room, like my dad would be watching it, I'd walk in the room, and I saw Looney Tunes, so I was like, okay, it's a kid's movie. But nah, this is not <laughs> for kids. I absolutely did not understand anything that was going on as a child. Um, I mean, as an adult, I realized I never really paid that much attention to the plot, like, even when I was older. <laughs> like, this is the first time I really paid that much attention, and I was drinking, so <laughs> I can only imagine if I'm not drinking, but... I also, as per usual, suck, and I forgot to think of something to take a shot at. Like I've said, if you really trust me that much, that's on you. So <laughs> if you trust that I'm going to do something well, that is your issue. But <laughs> I think that I'm just going to like, I don't know, they drink or go to bars in this movie. So I'll just take a shot when they're at a bar or whatever. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Sorry. <laughs> Anywho, let's, let's get into it, shall we? So we start off and we meet Roger. So the rabbit <laughs> from the title. <laughs> um, basically he's like a famous Looney Tune that, um, I don't know, he's an actor. I don't fucking know. Okay. Can I also just say, if you don't know what Looney Tunes are, that, that this is going to make even less sense. But this movie is like a world where Looney Tunes and like real human people <laughs> are like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? This is probably going to be hard to follow. But then again, what podcasts have I made that are not hard to follow? Because I'm garbage. Um. Anyway, that's Roger. <laughs> um, so then we meet the main character, Eddie, who hates tunes. And we find out he's a private detective, and there are these old white dudes that hired him to creep on Roger and Roger's hot wife. <laughs> so he goes out and about, and he ends up at a bar. <sighs> okay. Anyway. The bartender is pissed because Eddie owes her money or something. I have seen this movie before, like I said, but I'm as confused about what's happening as if it's the first time I've seen it. Um, but we find out that a toon killed Eddie's brother, so that's why he hates toons. And then he gets all pissy and he heads to this creepy underground toon place or whatever, I don't know. So the guy that owns Acme, and if you know anything kind of about Looney Tunes, you know what I'm talking about, but he sprayed this disappearing ink onto Eddie's shirt. And at this point, I'm like, why am I writing this down? Like, I have a feeling that I'm writing this down because I'm going to be referencing it later, but I cannot remember. <laughs> so anyway... I don't really know at this point, but I do know that Eddie was not having it. 
Eddie is such a cranky little man and hates it here. But then Jessica Rabbit comes out and he and like everyone else is like, hubba, hubba. <laughs> and at this point, Eddie is just trying to figure out why is this beautiful lady with a chump like Roger? <laughs> so the guy that owns Acme ended up going to Jessica's dressing room and they played patty cake and it's a big goddamn deal in Toontown. <laughs> So Eddie goes back to the old white dude from before and Roger's there and they're all like, yeah, man, your wife was playing patty cake with another dude. Pretty effed up. So, um, yeah, I guess that was all that Eddie got hired for. So he's like, okay, bye, I guess. So Eddie goes home and he acts like he worked so hard going to a bar in a weird underground place and telling a rabbit that his hot wife cheated on him. <laughs> He's looking through old pictures of him and the bartender lady and his dead brother. <laughs> and the next thing we know, He's woken up by some rando saying that Roger killed the Acme dude. So then Eddie goes to the crime scene and I guess that Acme was killed. Like, you know that cartoon way that they like drop a piano on some, you know, that type of thing. Acme was killed like that. And Eddie is triggered because that's the same way his brother was killed. Um, a side note. <laughs> I don't know if the guy that plays Acme is actually the real Acme that like created Looney Tunes, but either way, isn't it a little sus? <laughs> this is kind of like a whodunit story about the murder of a real person. Like this is straight up like if they made a movie about like who cut off Disney's heads <laughs> and someone was like, it was Donald Duck. <laughs> like, am I the only one that thinks that's weird? Wait, 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 is Acme real? I mean, I guess, no, it's the Warner Bros that made Looney Tunes. Why have I always, why did I think it was Acme? Is Acme not a real thing? I'm pretty sure it, it like, I, obviously I get it's animated, but I'm saying I thought that Acme was like based on a real thing or something, I don't, whatever, but I guess it's, not the thing I was thinking of, but whatever. <laughs> Anywho, a lot of stuff happens. It's weird. And then we meet this creepy guy who I'm just going to call Doc because he plays Doc in Back to the Future. I can't remember that actor's name. So Doc has a bunch of these little minions and they're all these cartoon weasels. And Doc hates tunes, probably more than Eddie. And he literally kills them by melting them to death. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, I guess he's a judge, but based on this, he is also the executioner, so... But, um, Eddie's told Roger's being framed. And, I mean, that's the title. <laughs> um, so he goes to his office and he sees the, the this picture that Acme had of this will in his pocket. And I think the significance here is that, like, his shit is supposed to go to the tunes. I don't really, I don't know, but Eddie goes to lay down because, once again, his life is just so hard. But then Roger's in his bed, and he's like, 
hi, uh, I'm going to hide here because I'm wanted for murder. <laughs> and I don't know. I guess during this conversation, we learned that Eddie and his brother were like this duo that helped out tunes. So that's why Roger wanted his help. But the weasels show up at Eddie's place and Eddie decides to hide Roger. So, um, the weasels also start like laughing at some point and they point out that they're, they're like, stop laughing. Cause if you laugh too much or too hard or whatever, you'll die, which is just an interesting little tune fact. Anyway, Eddie starts talking about the will after the weasels leave. Um, and I guess the sketchy thing about it is that they didn't find Acme's will, like, on his person. Like, it wasn't the picture, whatever, I don't know. So then Jessica comes into his office, and she's basically like, <clears throat> I didn't kill Acme. Roger didn't kill Acme. The guy that was paying you to creep on us set it all up. And wanted blackmail on Acme. <laughs> that was so cursed. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. So fast forward a little bit. And the weasels over here. Eddie figuring shit out. I don't know. But... Things are moving very quickly, and I, I'm confident that I'm probably missing a lot of the plot. <laughs> so, um, the weasels and Doc come into the bar. Ooh, another shot. Um, what should I say here? Uh, tequila. <clears throat> okay. What was I saying? Um, oh, they come into the bar. Um, I, I, Roger and Eddie were hiding in a bar. I don't think I said that. Whatever. But they're hiding and Doc is creepy as shit. And he smells this vinyl and he knows that Roger's in the bar. And he starts doing that thing, um, like the thing. Because he's like, no tune can resist the urge to go in response. Um... So then Roger, of course, bursts out and Doc grabs him and he's about to melt him to death because, you know, casual. But then, much like me, Roger gets some alcohol in his system and he starts bouncing off the walls. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's weird, but Roger and Eddie end up escaping. So, so then they find this cab named Benny and he has one of those like stereotypical uh, New Yorker things like that. Hey, I'm walking here. Or what? I can't do it, but that. So there's this whole chase scene where the cops and the weasels are trying to get them, but they escape and they end up at some theater. And this is where we elaborate on why Eddie is such a grumpy little shit. Um, surprise, surprise. He's bitter that a tune killed his brother. So tunes can't make him laugh. But we find out that the tune that killed his brother had red eyes and a high squeaky voice, but he doesn't actually know who it was. So remember that. Okay. We also somehow at this theater make a connection that the white dude from before, like at the beginning, owns real estate in Toontown or some shit. 
I guess maybe they're saying that that gives him motive. Maybe he's the one that did it. I don't really know. But literally, the next scene, Eddie goes to confront him, I think. And the white dude gets shot through the window. So, not him. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, there's more backstory. But I don't know. It's moving so fast. Um, but while Eddie's trying to figure shit out with the white dude, Roger gets banged in the head with a frying pan. And it turns out that's Jessica. So then I think she takes him. I'll say that again. This, like, this part is weird, but it happened to be like at the same time that the guy got shot or whatever. But Eddie looks out of the window after the shot came through and he sees Jessica. And so he's like, wow, this sexy animated person. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just kill the guy. All right, then. So as you would, I guess, Eddie starts chasing her because he thinks that she's the person. Um, but she like ends up getting away. So he has to drive through Toontown, which is just tragic because they're all really loud and annoying. Like it's very much like it's a small world energy, but like crank up the notch, you know what I'm saying? So then there's a whole scene of him like barely escaping death in Toontown and we find Jessica, and it's one of those things in movies where he's like, she pulls out a gun, and Eddie's like, she's gonna shoot me, but she's like behind you, and shoots at something or someone behind him, and uh, we see the person's like silhouette, and it looks an awful lot like Doc. Surprised. <laughs> um, but then Eddie and Jessica. Uh, start driving off to go get Doc. The dude, he was the dude with the gun, like that shot the white dude. Uh, whatever, I keep saying dude. Um, but she mentions that Acme gave her his will, but it was literally just a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> by the time she looked at it, so it's like, uh, okay then. Um, but Doc takes them as captives, basically. And, like I said, surprise, surprise, the creepy dude that burns tunes alive is the bad guy. Who'd have thunk? Not me. <laughs> and then he reveals his plan um, to literally destroy Toontown, burn all of them alive, which is like, that's a little messed up. <laughs> but he starts saying that he wants to make a freeway. I don't know. Literally, he killed... Acme and all these people to build a road. Do you think that has anything to do with him killing the white dude? The real estate thing? I bet there's more to that that I just don't know or didn't pay attention to. I don't know, but Roger comes crashing in, but he's not really smooth, so he ends up getting tied up too. Um, so Roger and Jessica are like hanging from this little thing. I don't know what to call it, but they're all tied up, um, like a little damsels in distress. <laughs> and they're about to die because the weasels are gonna, like, spray them with this acid shit, you know? Like, that melts, like, through a hose. I don't know. Whatever. But Eddie starts making the weasels laugh by doing that, like, cartoon stuff, like slipping on marbles or having things drop on it. Like, you know, like, hurting himself kind of a thing. I don't know. But... One by one, the weasels start dying off because, like I said, they die of laughter. So, Roger and Jessica aren't killed. Um, 
Eddie's actually being an okay guy saving the day. But then Doc comes literally flying out of nowhere, like the creep he is. <laughs> and they literally start having a sword fight. And then Eddie gets trapped somehow. And Doc tries running him over with one of those road flattening things. Wait, is that called a steamroller? Is this straight up called a steamroller? Huh. Well, anyway, one of those. And, um, yes, when I watch these movies, I sit down, I take some notes-ish so I can look at them while I'm talking and get an idea of, like, what happened or, you know what I'm saying? Try to remember where I was at. I decided that I was hungry during, like, the most tense part of this movie, so... I think I missed some things when I went to get a snack, <laughs> but basically Eddie breaks free and Doc somehow gets trapped and he ends up getting run over by the steamroller thing. Like, yes, terrible guy. The most frightening character I think I've ever seen. Um, wanted to burn things alive, but, well, that was weird. Is this still a sucky way to go? <laughs> Um, so yeah, Oswell. <laughs> no, 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 I lied to you, it's not well. <laughs> His flat little tootie body peels up from the floor, and this bitch, <laughs> he's a tune. He's not, he's not just any tune though. He's got glowing red eyes and a high squeaky voice. That's right, you guessed it. He killed Eddie's brother, and he's gonna kill Eddie, too. <laughs> it's not funny, but uh, I'm really hot. Okay. So then there's this big old scary fight scene, and Eddie ends up getting him with the acid stuff, and Doc melts to death, kind of like the Wicked Witch of the West, you know? But it, it's the scariest thing, I think, that I've ever seen. Like, genuinely terrifying. I understand why I was scarred seeing this when I was younger, because, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't remember the plot too well, but I do remember this shit, and it is still as horrifying as I remember. But anyway, Eddie saves Roger and Jessica and all the tunes, I guess. Um, apparently, Eddie's a dirtball, though, because <laughs> that shirt that I mentioned earlier, I did have a reason for writing that down. When the Acme dude sprayed him with ink. Do you remember me saying that towards the beginning? It's been a long road we've taken, but apparently he's a dirtball because he didn't change his shirt because he looks down and it's reappeared. So apparently it was disappearing, reappearing ink. <laughs> so then they look at that blank will again and bam biscuit, it was the same dealio. Acme is disappearing, reappearing ink. So the tunes get to keep their town and all is well. <laughs> um, that's it. Oh, should I say he be 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 that's all folks. <laughs> that is so much harder to say than I thought it'd be. Do you know what I'm trying to do? That little pig thing? Is like the he be 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 I can't do it. Oh my god, 
god, I need you to try that right now and tell me if I'm just dumb and can't do it or if it's actually hard. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. Oh my god. Before I give my stupid little review, like normal, um, I went to Wikipedia to see if that Acme guy was real, because it was really bugging me. <laughs> I guess this movie was based off of a book. I, I don't know, man, the 80s. Crazy time. Um, And I would know, because I was born in 97. <laughs> um, Okay, nothing to do with anything, but they tried getting so many big actors to play Eddie, and they all said no, which is just like, I have to laugh. <laughs> Literally, they went from Harrison Ford to Chevy Chase to Bill Murray to Eddie Murphy and so many more. Nope, you know what? I'm gonna say the list they gave because it's funny to me. They wanted Robin Williams, Robert Redford, Jack Nicholson, Sylvester Stallone, Wallace Shawn, Ed Harris, Charles Grodin, and Don Lane. Wouldn't you feel super shitty if you were the guy that ended up playing Eddie? to see like how many people they wanted before you. But I don't know. Oh my fucking God. I'm reading about the other actors and the doc guy, like I said, he he was played by the guy that played doc in Back to the Future. I don't whatever the character's name is, but Tim Curry was originally considered, but they said no because they quote, found him too terrifying. You're telling me that a role that I have already had nightmares about could have been scarier because Tim Curry is that good. Okay, okay then. Um. Okay, yeah, as I'm looking through, I, I guess Acme is a fictional corporation that I went 23 years thinking was real. Um. Like I said, I obviously can separate cartoons from reality, but like for some reason I thought that Acme was a real company they just incorporated in their cart. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess I'm dumb. Okay, wait. I'm still confused because Acme is a real thing. I think I was right. I think they're saying that it's fictional in like this because it's animated. Obviously, that part is fictional. I think what I'm gathering from this, though, is that it's based on the real Acme, which like I was, that's what I thought. And I was wrong thinking Acme was the one that made Looney Tunes, but I, maybe I'm, I shouldn't be saying this because no one else gives a shit but me, but whatever. The guy that played Acme isn't based on a real guy. I still think it's a little weird, but I was thinking it was like they were killing off one of the Warner Bros. <laughs> so then I was like, this is, this is a little weird, but... So what would I give this movie? Maybe like a 3.5 out of 5 nightmares? I actually like it, and I think I'd like it even more if I wasn't watching it while drunk, but anyway, now I can say and that's all, folks. <laughs> Screaming. Oh my god, okay. As per usual, links in the description. Black Lives Matter, wear a mask. Um, yeah, just thank you for being a decent human. 
Thanks for, thank you for caring. <laughs> um, be confident, positive, study a bit, and sleep a lot. <laughs> Have a lovely weekend, and I'll talk at you next week. Bye, friends. Bye.